We're live. What up? Let's get weird. Actually, Mike, why don't you do it? Mike, take the intro. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here on Friday, February 10th. Super Bowl. I mean, Evan, what do they call it now? Super Bowl? Super Bowl weekend? <laughs> super, super duper bowl. I'm here at the best producer in the world. Well, maybe not today or sometimes. Evan Hand. Evan Hand, everybody. And Bill Rupp. What up, B? Hey, Constantino's joining us along with how we do. And Mike's here, too. <laughs> Good job, Mike. What up, B? What's up? I'm, uh, I'm excited for stupendous Super Bowl weekend. We have a we have a special guest with us right now who I didn't think was going to be here today. The great Bill Rupp is joining us live from. I mean, Bill, you were just fucking split open on a table in a hospital like an hour ago. I'm a fucking champ, dude. What are you doing here? I'm a champ. I mean, just show up out of nowhere. I just got out of the car with you. Out of nowhere. Wow. How are you feeling? Oh. Do you want to tell uh, Mike? Did you oh. hear what happened with Bill? My whole leg. My whole leg is wrapped up in its fucking bag. Look at that fucking thing. Ugh. Mike, Bill just had I to get it. fucking surgery. I heard. I can't believe he's back. I thought you said that, Um, you know, it was a big thing. He's under. You. I mean, listen, I woke up at, uh, what, 6.30 in the morning. I had to take him over there. And, uh, I mean, Vankage is just fucking as, imploding as you, in As the you limped break. in, did they think that you were the one that was there for surgery? You know, I stayed in the car, so they didn't think that. I didn't want a bunch of nurses coming out to grab me. But you went in at what? You had nine o'clock. I, I dropped you off at what? Seven thirty. You went in at nine thirty. And tell them, uh, tell them what happened with the surgery, Bill. Yeah, I mean, anesthesia is the greatest thing in the world. I mean, <laughs> you don't even know. Like next thing you know, like they're guys like I'm gonna give you something to relax, and I'm like, all right, and I'm like, yeah, my back, this this bed is a little hard. Can you do something? And the next thing I know, they're like, sir, wake up, wake up. I'm like, what? what? I'm like, right, what are we? When are we gonna start? They're like, we're finished. <laughs> it's done. No clue what was and going you were, on. And you weren't like fucking loopy or fucking retarded nope. after? I mean, you're retarded nope. always, so it might be hard to tell. Yeah, no. Maybe it's like so many of the drugs that I've done in the past. I mean, I'm surprised they could even put you out. They probably had yeah. to put like fucking horse tranquilizers in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told the doctor that. He's like, don't worry. We got everything. <laughs> <laughs> Brought in a fucking thing with a kickstand on it. He's like, we, he's like we got, I got a whole cart full. <laughs> So, uh, all right, well, Bill Rupp, all right, let's get started. I don't know how long we got you for here. Yeah, about 10 minutes, and then I'm going to go right there on that couch with Jenna, and we're going to go lay and take a nap. All right, nice, perfect. So let's use you while you're here. Yeah, he can't bear through 45 minutes, but he can only make it that 20. Good ten, job. Just 10. He, he's Rock. just, she just, you know, it's, he just wants the little spotlight, everyone to say, hi, Bill, glad you're back, you know, like, but we'll. We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. He just got fucking uh, split I thought I was going to die, so, I mean. I, I did. I did think he was going to die. I did. Um, well, I made but, it through my anesthesia. Let's see if you make it through yours. Yeah, now now pressure's all on me to do mine when I get my hip. But uh, anyway, we got Hoffman ready, too, E? Uh, yes. All right. So what we're going to do on the show today, we're basically going to start with NBA. So while Bill's here, let's talk a little NBA, NBA trade deadline. I'll bring Hoffman in for this because we've been talking, all of us in the Discord, going back up, and forth. Hoff? What up, Hoff? Yo. Yo, yo. Yo, does anybody even know that the Super Bowl is going on? No, no. It's because... a, this has been the worst thing. Mike, how about from a non-NBA fan, as a huge football fan, jacked up for this Super Bowl. You've been on the Eagles all year. Your team's there playing Mahomes. I'm sure you got 100 box. But have you even felt like it's Super Bowl week with all the NBA shit? 
Or is it like just uh, us who's in the board? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a funny story. I was with my mother earlier for lunch, and she's like, did you watch the, the Super Bowl show last night? And I'm like, well, what Super Bowl show? And she was telling me, and my mother watched some sort of a Super Bowl show that happened last night, and um, I had no idea it even existed. So, yeah, no, it doesn't really feel like the hoopla that generally surrounds it. No, I think NBA just fucking wiped it out. Yeah, uh, you All probably- these NBA trades all week. I mean, for me, I, I fucking hate the NBA. But I've been more locked in. I can tell you fucking every player that went to every team over the last week because it was so crazy. So let's start there. Obviously, the big trade that took place, uh, my Nets traded Kyrie. We talked about that. I think that happened last time we were on the air, right? We already spoke about that. Yeah. And they're going to suck defensively. And, you know, I don't think that was a fantastic trade for Dallas like everyone thinks. And then shortly thereafter, Kevin Durant gets fucking shipped over to Phoenix. I never thought he was leaving. Never. I did. Only be I didn't think he'd be able to though. I knew he wanted to, and I knew the right package if it arrived would, because he's a crybaby bitch in the second. But Hoffman, we were just talking on the pre-show that these fucking superstars go and like form their perfect super team, and then when it doesn't work, they just implode the franchise. No, this isn't gonna work either. So there we go. Yeah, this is. I mean, that's you don't think it's LeBron, gonna work in Phoenix? That's why no, they didn't not at all. It's the that's- same thing that's gonna happen in Brooklyn. Why, why That's do you think why that? they didn't give LeBron Ky- Kyrie because they know LeBron is leaving. Yeah, but why don't why don't you think it's going to work in Phoenix? I look at this Phoenix team and I think Chris Paul doesn't need the ball. He's fucking a little washed. He's a little old, but he doesn't need that. You got Booker, you got Aiton, you got Durant. I mean, it's you know, you not a problem, man. Durant and Aiton are going to be in matchup. They problem. don't have a bench, Tommy. Like you, the West is like I think the Clippers, your Clippers team, made out like one of the best in the trade deadline. Yeah, I I, I love not the John Wall. Well, John, 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 John Wall back to Houston is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Did you? He was in a podcast talking about fucking playing at Houston. They were like, "What was that experience like?" And it a was few like, days was the, ago. Yeah, it was, it was the worst experience of my life. And now he gets traded back there. Uh, I don't think he'll be there long. But so so you're not high on Phoenix in this, Toffman. No, not all at right. all. Bill, where are you at on this? Uh, I I think Phoenix will be good. I mean, I think they'll make it you know, close to the conference finals or whatever. I mean, the West is too many players. Yeah, um, I don't think they're going to make it to the finals. Like, I think they'll yeah. be. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't just, know, man. I don't, I, know what, I don't know what the Warriors are, and I don't know what uh, the Clippers are because either of those teams haven't played with their whole team for, you know, like half the season. So we don't even know. I mean, <laughs> so for me, when I saw Durant go there, the first thing I thought was, how are you going to beat this team? Right. And I was knee jerk reaction. I even thought like, how the fuck are you going to beat this team? Because you got Booker, you got Durant, Aiton in the middle, and then Chris Paul to facilitate. And the more I dug into it, Hoff, and seeing you saying in the chat, the bench is going to be a problem. I just don't know if that's going to matter as much in the playoffs where guys play 40 plus minutes. So well, that how would... much longer is Durant out for? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow this. I follow basketball for three days. to play together too. Like... Well, no, he could have. He could have. They said if he was on the Nets, he there was a chance that he, if he pushed it, he could have came back before the break. So he'll be he'll be there probably after the break. All right. I mean, listen, it does take time to mesh. Um, I don't see this team having that much of a problem meshing. Um, but I mean, that's going to be interesting. I, I like what you said about the Clippers because I've been a, I'm a big Clippers guy, as you guys know. I've had their futures and all everything up and down, and I think they did pretty much exactly what they needed to do. Um, I would have loved if it was Van Fleet rather than what they got, but they got Bones, they got uh, Plumley, which I think was a huge addition. I mean, no one's talking about that. Was probably the biggest addition 
for the Clippers because they have no one behind Zubac. It's nothing. I know they like to play small, but there's nothing behind Zubac. And Plumlee's the perfect type of guy to put in there, facilitate, does a little bit of everything, Hoff. Uh, I think yeah, he's, he's a great fit. He's more athletic than Zubac. What's that? He's more athletic than Zubac, too. Yeah, I, I think he actually could end up being the starter in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Plumlee actually uh, – and I don't, Play a little think bit more than people I don't think. think that they're done yet either, Tommy. I they're think talking they're, about Westbrook. Yeah, I think they're going to get Westbrook. They landed Eric Gordon, um, who I think is a good a good veteran. You know, obviously he's, he played for the Clippers. A poor guy's been stuck in Houston for fucking Jesus Christ. I, I, I didn't even realize Eric Gordon was still in Houston. He's been there for like fucking 40 years. Did you but, see uh, the AD video that I sent you this morning? Of about what? Interviewing him last night. About he's a little bitch, LeBron dude. Thing. He's a little fucking bitch. So he was basically said last night that they're asking about the LeBron, you know, well, we want to ask you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, I'm not talking about it. He goes, listen, he goes, what I will say, he's like, I want to win. Um, he's like, I'm mad because the celebration and we're losing and I wanted to win. So, I mean, he was pissed because, like you said, Tommy, they were in the middle of a game that they needed to win. It was a must-win game. They stopped the game for 20 minutes. They he wants to win. They lost again. I mean, their 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 team is spiraling. It's uh, not that. That's bullshit. And then, and then in the chat, someone said um, about the um, about the uh, what's his name? Oh, who said that? There were all the tweets that were going around. Like everyone was happy they were getting players. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh shit, I forget. I, so I just oh Pat Bev. Pat Bev was like, the gang is back again or whatever. And then five minutes later, he gets traded. <laughs> that was funny. He makes yeah, a tweet, funny. yeah, the, 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 the gang is back together. I and mean, then- dude, I literally told Hoffman before the season, I said to you guys on here before they got Westbrook, that was the worst trade I've ever seen. It was the worst fit for the Lakers. It's not that Westbrook's the worst player. It didn't fit with the Lakers with what their team was and what they needed. They needed shooting. And... Then they brought in Pat Beverly this year, who's the most hate. They they fucking hate each other, those two. Like, they've been fighting for seven years in the NBA. And now they're both gone. <laughs> now they're both yeah. off the team. You know what the best thing is going to be? Is when the Nets still make the playoffs. Oh, they definitely the record is so good. That they, they got a lot of pieces make, in this, though. They still make the playoffs with this team that they have. And we saw it last night. They beat the Bulls, you know, you know, crazy. And they ended up the fourth quarter. They killed them. Um, Cam Thomas didn't score anything in the first half because, like I said, like you said, Tommy, I think he was trying to facilitate to the new guys, to Dinwiddie and, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith and everybody else, and he didn't shoot. He was 0 for 5 in the beginning, I guess. No, it was, it, listen, that was just because, like you said, fucking all the shows on ESPN were all over Cam Thomas over. And then he dropped And it 20. was Faction Thursday for FanDuel, which and is risk And then he free. dropped 20 in the second uh, Exactly. That was fucking, that was bold. You, you knew. Every Thursday when they give you your money back, you know fucking the, the most popular player. I mean, look at Anthony Davis. Didn't have in LeBron. I think he scored 19 points. You know, he was probably in every single and same Anthony game. Anthony Davis parlay. last night at 24, I believe. Yeah, but I mean, everyone had him 30 plus, 25 plus. It was like minus 800 for 20 plus. Like you needed, you needed twenty five or more. He didn't get there. Uh, the faction in full effect. So let's just break this down real quick. Uh, spend a couple minutes on this. So we talked about the Kyrie Irving trade. We already went over that. Uh, I'm just going to go down to the most important ones here. So the Timberwolves Whoa, are really fast, good. To show. Real fast. Did you see the remark that Thomas made yesterday that everybody's killing him for? And I mean, who? Okay, he said no homo. And he got. First of all, I tweeted back at him this morning. I didn't know, Mike. We grew up in that time, Tommy, 
Yeah. Catherine's a little bit younger than us. When was the last time I mean, yeah, that's you a heard little... someone say no homo? That was a, phrase, a popular phrase years ago. But, but like 10 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's old, of course. Yeah, like it was like when you say something like, Bill, you look good today, no homo. You know, like, when, when would it... it was probably longer ago than I can rem- imagine. It was probably longer than I'm thinking. I know these kids love our retro shit, like bringing back stuff we used to do. But that's not the right thing to bring that's back. That's probably the one that you should yeah. leave. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, if you're offended by someone saying no homo in a fucking... Then oh, you're no, just, no, I'm not saying... You're just a fucking that. loser. stupid. Right. No, you're, you're like, I'm not defending these fucking losers that get offended by anything. If someone says greasy Italian on TV, I'm not going to go run and hold a fucking pit. You know what? Side. It's probably, Bill, probably like a guy like him. He's like, his dad is our age. You yeah. Know? So it's probably something that his dad might still be saying. You know what I mean? Maybe the dad's answer. <laughs> it was just a weird you know thing. Like, that's I, where he would get that from. I oh. saw Cam Thomas with a gay slur, and it was no homo. Like, really, dude? That's what we're – shut the fuck up. Move the fuck on. Get the fuck over it, dude. Intent is everything. If your intent was not to offend, shut the fuck up. You know, leave him alone. Like, what? shut up. You're just, you just don't have a camera in front of your face 24 hours a day when you're saying shit, not thinking. But – um. To go back to the trades, your Knicks got Josh Hart, Hoffman. You and uh, you and Bill happy about that? I think your sound's off, off. No, I don't think you said anything. Oh, oh. yeah, it you is. should speak when I kick to you. It's it is better. what it is. It's just—it's <laughs> like, eh. just nothing. It's just—it's just a whatever. I mean, yeah, I thought it was. Threes. That's it. I'm with Hoffman. I don't. I listen. I think the most the person who was the, happy about it the most was Brunson. I mean, he was like... Oh, little, Brunson went nuts because they fucking played together at Villanova. Yeah, he was like a little kid. He was going nuts. Oh, yeah. we got hard. He was jumping the around. video of him in the mall. I mean, listen, I don't know what the Knicks are doing. The Cam Reddish thing never made sense from the beginning. They traded Archie Diacono, which is funny. Another Villanova guy left. Uh, and that. Yeah. But, uh, and they traded a first-round pick. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, teams are just giving out picks. Like, fucking, picks, you get a pick. You get. What do you want? Oh, you got a bench oh, player? Man. Here's... 27 second round picks. Often they like, were there was rumors yesterday that we were getting Zach Levine. And then Yeah, that's what I saw. The Bulls are I don't that's another thing like the teams that didn't do anything like the Bulls like what are you doing? You've they're a disaster. I think the Bulls were one of two teams that didn't do anything, right? I mentioned Why didn't to you, Toronto Bill, sell? Toronto bought. They got Podal. And like why is uh what's his name still on the Pistons? Uh, Bogdan or whatever his name is. Bogdanovich was supposed to go to five different teams. He scored out of his mind on the Pistons. Like, he's just wasting time. I mean, that would have been perfect, I thought, on the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies went out and got Kennard, who was a nice piece. I was talking about he'd be a good fit on a team that would let him play. But, I mean, Bogdanovich is a better piece than that for a team like that. Um, Some weird, weird decisions. Everyone gave up all their picks for everything. So every player's were – Jay Crowder, who, who, as we know, Mike, we know Jay Crowder – uh, he came to your UFC boy, event. That's your boy. Yeah, that's my buddy now. I mean, you listen. You're the one that uh, recognized him because he came in pretty low key too. Yeah, I mean, he, he was six eight, so it helped. Yeah, <laughs> that helped me recognize he was him right away, which is interesting. You guys became good friends. Yeah, no, I've been a fan of Jay Crowder before. Well, I that, like so. him, my bro. He's hurt right now, right? I uh, was well, hurt. Yeah, he's hurt right now. Well, he just refused. Who is he on right now? He yeah. refused. Well, he to just play. got traded to the Bucks. Yeah, but with, from the Suns. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't playing. He, yeah, he refused, refused to play. To play. Yeah, it was right. weird. Uh, he's got to rest his legs. You know. Yeah, he's got to rest. Let, leave my boy Jay alone. But yeah, I got to hang out oh, with Jay Crowder. He's good. Jay was my buddy that night. Um, but yeah, that's a big addition for them. Uh, I don't know what I was saying right before. Oh, Jay Crowder went for five second round picks. 
Yeah, like guys five are going picks? for five second round. Five? Picks. Like, I love Jake Crowder, but five? That a couple times. Like, they manipulate that so bad. Like, the yeah. f- in 10 years, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Dude, Mike Muscala went for Justin Jackson in two second round picks. Like, these guys are just throwing Thomas Bryant, three second round picks. Um, who else? Two second round picks, two second round picks, three second round picks, five second round picks again. I mean, it didn't matter. If you want a guy, just give him five seconds. Like, picks don't matter. I mean, well, because like the only this- thing that the, the NBA, the teams really care about are lottery picks. So that's why they try to protect them in the trade, like if it's a protected pick. But after after you get past the lottery, nobody yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Josh Richardson went for four second round picks and Devontae. Graham. But it's like crazy because like, if you look back at like the recent history, like there's some good players that go in the second round, like Jokic. He, yeah. There's a lot of second round talent. I personally think like there's good, like you could get a good guy every once in a while. Like, I mean, dude, you can get guys that are, there's a lot of good guys that aren't even drafted. Like my boy Alvarado, right. Who's out there who I fucking loved all through college. You just throw these away. I mean, literally the draft going forward is going to be Nets, Jazz, Nets, Jazz, Nets, Jazz, Nets, Jazz. The Nets and Jazz have probably three to four picks in the first round every year for the next few years, and then just as many in the second. And uh, I I, kind of – who do you think the biggest uh, winner was outside of Durant, Hoffman? The Clippers. Which which team? Clippers? Mm -hmm. I was going to say Clippers. I think the Lakers made a big, big – thing too i think like you we were watching tommy yesterday they got like a whole new team they do yeah d'angelo russell what was it malik beasley uh vanderbilt um that's I, like a lot. Van- I mean listen i like vanderbilt i'm a big vanderbilt fan i bet him a lot last year he kind of got lost in the shuffle this year sitting you know behind people but i think he can make i think he can make some noise i like it him. Took, it took him two and a half years to get shooters to surround lebron and ad with two and a half years they finally have d'angelo and beasley but I mean, two and a half years. Uh, final thing here before we move over to uh, to the stuff everyone wants to hear about the uh, what do you think about Westbrook to the Clippers? I, I'm not a Westbrook guy. You guys know that, but I don't hate it to the Clippers. Like that's the one spot that I'm like that may actually work with all those veterans animosity going right back into L.A. wanting to prove like what I said with Odell Beckham when he went to the Rams. Bill, remember you were like Odell Beckham's good now. I was like, no, Odell Beckham's still a retard. But he knew he only had to be good for two months and he could win a championship. I think it's the same with Russell Westbrook. I think if Russell Westbrook went to the Clippers, he'd be best behavior. He wouldn't be taking stupid shots. He would be trying to fit in, get in where he fits in, and he would just want to stick it up the Lakers' he'll ass. Run, he'll run that second unit off the bench, and uh, their second unit is good enough to be starter on some teams. So Especially now. I, I think that's a perfect fit for him. Yeah, I mean, I think he could leak into the starting lineup. They need a point guard that bad. I don't think Terrence Mann's the answer at point guard. So, Hoffman, who's your pick to win it all after all this? So, the, the Celtics. What about in the West? Uh, it's hard. I just still can't bet against Golden State until someone beats them. Because, like, every time I watch them on TNT or ESPN and they're fully healthy, they turn it on. And, like, in a seven-game series, they're just so hard to beat. That's what I keep telling Bill. I mean, I don't think they're going to get there. It's I just think. The, the Warriors in Denver are so bad on the road. Yeah. I just – I can't – Denver's not winning anything. Anyone who keep, if you think Denver's winning anything and you follow the NBA, you're a fucking idiot, okay? The, the way you win championships, the way you get to the one seed is through offense. And uh, the way you win championships is lockdown fucking defense and an assassin who handles the ball. They don't have either of those. So I don't know why anyone thinks Denver's are going to do the same shit 
They're going to do every fucking year. They're going to be out in a round or two. And then they're going to say next year. They may end up playing the fucking Warriors or the Lakers in the first round. There's a chance Denver doesn't get out of the first round. Yeah, right enough? Yeah, yeah. They're they're not good. They're not going there. They're fucking I mean, they're regular good, season. They're a good regular season team. There's a they, lot of those teams. Good regular does season Does anyone team. want to see the Denver Nuggets? In I mean, who's afraid of finals? fucking – because Jokic isn't going to average – playoff. Not, he's not going to average 25, 14, and 12 in the playoffs. He's going to go down to 22, uh, 11, and 6. And once that happens, the team falls apart. So, all right, Hoffman, get out of here. We will uh, yeah. We'll talk to you next week. All right, have a good one. Later, Later Hoff. We'll talk Super Bowl morning in Discord. Super Bowl yes. more, I'll, be, I'll probably be in Discord for 48 straight hours. I just want to say that I just think that the Super Bowl got overshadowed by the NBA. Uh, it's so crazy how football dominates all year. And then their biggest fucking game of the year, um, Stephen A. Smith is at the Super Bowl and their whole clan. And you look in the audience and usually you see Kansas City jerseys and uh, Eagle jerseys, but you see Suns jerseys. Yeah, so it's, that's it's how nuts. much. People just didn't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. I haven't heard Super Bowl talk all week on the radio. It's crazy, especially yeah. on the fan. They love Super Bowl talk. And even got Boomer Esiason talking about fucking NBA. So, <laughs> I mean, the NBA did a great job of sticking it right in the NFL's ass. But, I mean, for, for all of sports, and I've said this a lot, Mike, um, I complain about it a lot with the UFC, right? Like, and me and you talk about it, where Dana White has certain windows that he could dive through where there's like a – open weekend where nothing's going on and it's like he'll have the big event the next weekend after you see the women's college basketball tournaments and WNBA running their finals at the same time as the sweet 16 like I wish these sports would just kind of get in a room like the head of each fucking sport and be like all right what all right NFL you're first what's your schedule great okay NBA you're next and then just start to slot shit in so that the NBA and the NFL could go hey you get silver and Goodell in a room and they go all right listen we got Super Bowl week there's a big week. Everyone's jacked up. When is everyone fucking miserable and dying for fucking sports? The day after the Super Bowl, right? That's when everyone's in fucking depression. Trade deadline should have went till next make week. Make the trade deadline next week. So that yeah. when everyone's in Super Bowl depression, now you have this fucking little injection for a week that gets you right back up and brings NBA into yeah. the forefront. Right. Unless, unless they're so egotistical that Adam Silver wants to steal the thunder from Roger Goodell. And Maybe, he, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like they're competing. And, and it's not even – this is not even a normal trade deadline. You had two of the best players in the world yeah. switch teams, go to different teams. Like a top – Three player, based maybe even number one in the world, dying LeBron. Wasn't Durant, Durant done like in the middle of the night too? Like I, I didn't hear about yeah. it. Yeah, we, we were up. Get any we, were, we were. I was taking a piss. Bill woke up to take a piss. I texted him and did you what see time? this? You know what what's going on, Mike? There's a lot of that going on. In the I don't even a.m. Usually I'd get something like Kevin Durant. No, it was like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, wow. there, I mean, wasn't the Aaron Judge deal was done? Aaron uh, Judge was done at one a.m. early in the morning. Uh, the early now. Carlos Correa deal. You guys didn't even know about it. I had to wake you up, Bill, at like three a.m. when I was fucking drunk on a Discord. A lot of deals have been going on at three a.m. Good for people like me. Me and Scott Van Pelt love it. Because Scott Van Pelt got to be the fucking Oh, but don't tell show. ESPN. The ESPN. on Twitter or something. I, I feel like I just saw you and Scott Van Pelt doing something. No, no. I would never attack Scott Van Pelt. I no, love Scott Van Pelt. ESPN I, no, no. He does a segment called Bad Beats. Oh, yeah. And we had a beat yesterday. 
where a kid hit a fucking bank from the corner off the fucking backboard, so I tagged him in it. So they could. ESPN girls are tired, guys. That's all I know. Oh my god, I'm tired. so done with this fucking ESPN coffee. They brought them snacks on the television so they could eat snacks because they're tired. Not Where's Mike Rackets? Bring, bring Rackets in. He's gone. My poor Michael Irvin's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But actually, hold on. I forgot. We got to do Howie too. So Rackets, I got a question for you, Bill. Oh, you I'm, good? I'm, I'm out. Yeah, so. get out, Bill. All right. Better, Bill. Go rest up. Bye, Bye Rackets. Bye, Bill. We got to do <laughs> NHL guys, bets. Don't forget to uh, bet. And then, game well. then Howie. Gain yeah. well. Gain well is my play. All in, everything on gain well. And as I said the other day, I found uh, um, the targets prop. It's on Caesars. No, I feel like you're like a little bit of a whisperer here. I'm seeing the targets prop and gain well everywhere. And I can confirm. I usually fucking will attack. But who put it out first? Since Monday. Yeah, who I put it out first? I can confirm. Yeah. So you were on that right out the gate. I couldn't find the fucking prop. Yep. Uh, that target targets problem. is on Caesars and Gainwell's everywhere. Caesars for Kelsey's targets, guys. That's a joke. Mahomes can throw it at his feet. He's getting nine and a half targets. That's a fucking joke. I like so, that too. Bet the house on it. Uh, I like that too. And, and then and, I'll see you guys Monday and uh, we'll collect our money. All right. Collect on Monday and we'll be in the Discord this weekend partying for the Super Bowl. Uh, go rest up, silly Billy. And Later, uh, that is it. So. I'm assuming Bill didn't have any bets or anything because he's been in the hospital all day. Uh, what are we doing next, Ari? NBA and NHL. NBA and NHL. All right. So we have some bets coming in from Healy, I believe, right? Came in hot. Uh, yep. Before we do that, Rackets, I don't know if I could get more fucked in that bank kick match. What the fuck was she doing? Like, she kept, like... She I didn't looked, see too much of it, honestly. I mean, she would break her, and then she'd get broken, and then she took her into a tie break. She was up 6-2 in the tie break. And then brought it all the way back. Then went up eight seven. Then lost nine uh, ten eight. Like I mean, what a disaster that was. But um, Sounds what is these tournaments it. going on right now in tennis? Uh, Abu Dhabi and Linz. Linz is kind of shit, but uh, Abu Dhabi is pretty good tournament. All right, just, any... Everything's crazy right now. I mean, it seems pretty nuts. I mean, fucking fuck. I had Ribikina to close out a parlay today. She lost a what was it? Uh, Vanderosa or whatever the fuck her name is lost. Fucking Benkic just lost. Tiafo's struggling with fucking Wolf right now uh, as I'm watching it. Any bets on tennis uh, coming up or for later today? Um, I honestly haven't even really looked. I just got home. Um, I'll take a look right now. All right, throughout the show, let me know if you see anything since you just got in. Uh, All right, what do we got here? We got NBA. Uh, I know Healy popped some shit in. Healy's been pissing excellence uh, in our Discord. What's he got? He has Pascal Siakam over 23.5 points and Norm Powell over 20.5 points. All right. Healy was on a, I think, five-day sweep streak or four days in a row where he swept. And I don't know if we even stop it yesterday because he had his big play on Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes, and then he laddered it up. So he hit the core play, the the three-unit play. So I'm going to count his streak is still alive. Healy, if you're watching, uh, I'm going to allow it. I'm going to say Healy is still streaking. And then he fucking threw an insane play in the chat last night. So we got Siakam over 23 and a half points, you said? And Norm Powell over 20 and a half points. Correct. Is that correct, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Uh, I smashed NBA last night. Mike, I think you did bet the same thing. Uh, I went all in on the Bucks when they went down. I got a comment on the NBA, too. And that, something, something was really weird. And I'm starting to get into the NBA now more as, you know, football is winding down. And I even threw in some DFS lineups after reading Eber, uh, Core 4, and, you know, mm-hmm. Healy's stuff. And just starting to learn the players again because, you know, they fly back and forth. But 
If I, I mean, I, I took the Bucks on the money line, and before I before the game or live. No, no, before. pregame live. Right. Pregame with the Eagles. So I've been building a position on the Eagles. So right. I got that at plus one thirty-five, and I honestly was mad that I didn't bet more. And then like they never had the lead, right? Like in the first quarter. Then mm-hmm. at halftime, it was fifty-eight to fifty, and I'm like, these ragtag group of guys in the Lakers are beating. The Bucks starters, and it was such a good spot for the Bucks with the Lakers coming off a letdown spot. Yeah, no LeBron, yeah. Them sitting, they were, they weren't deep at all. They were only playing like eight or nine guys or whatever it was, and the Bucks were off. And this was the middle game of a three-game road trip, so I thought we were going to smash. And then it was halftime, fifty-eight fifty. I was like, holy fuck, you know. But uh, luckily, you know, they had a great third quarter, and then they win the game. But that goes to show you, man, on any given night, like it, it feels like in the NBA, anybody it's, can play with anybody. It's so uh, fucking random. Uh, we we, we smashed. The way to bet the NBA right now is just to wait for good teams to go down 10 and then annihilate them. I mean, we hit the, I hit the Bucks I think, three times last night in the chat. Just kept hit it again, hit it again, hit it again. Did you see the uh, line at half? I didn't look. Uh, yeah, they were uh, – when we hit it, it was minus 130. Uh, the Bucks were still minus 130 at the half, and that's when we hit it. And then I think we got them again when it went up to, like, minus 200. We parlayed them with Hawaii on the money line to get, like, minus 120 and a Hawaii one. I didn't think on. there was any way they were going to lose the game. No, they were not losing really that game. The NBA is just – the fucking players don't care. They're just fucking lazy. Like uh, I have an NBA play for you tonight that is a smash. It is going to hit for sure. Um, I told you guys on that Thursday when the Clippers played the Milwaukee Bucks, Clippers going to win this game. Uh, I, I laugh, right? Like, I see it in the chat. I hear it in the fucking Discord. I see, oh, the, Click, the Clippers are fucking loser. No, they're not, dude. They just don't care. The Kawhi doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care until you saw when he cared for eight straight games when they fell into the playing game spot. And then all of a sudden, they rolled off like fucking eight wins in a row. Uh, when he cares, he's awesome. Against the Bucks, they were up 20 on the Bucks on Thursday night in Milwaukee. And Kawhi just had the worst game of his life. He'll never have another game like that uh, ever. Now you got the Bucks coming off the game last night, coming into L.A. Clippers only minus 116. Clippers win this game tonight. So as long as everyone's in, obviously I can't imagine the Clippers are going to be sitting fucking stars against the, the Bucks at home in a vengeance game, a potential finals preview. <laughs> but um, make sure the guys are in. Uh, but this should be uh, uh, Clippers win this game for sure. Clippers close this out tonight against the Bucks on the back of back. Uh, let's move over. You said hockey here, E. Yep. We only got one, two, three, four games on the ice today. I do like the Rangers. Um, if you want to lay the 180 on it, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to parlay the Rangers, though. I don't want to lay that juice. So I'm going to parlay the Rangers minus 180 with Nevada money line tonight. So the Nevada money line. Now you guys know I love Nevada. It's my fucking... Team. Nevada money line and the Rangers will get you minus 108. So Nevada in college basketball, Rangers on the money line, minus 108. Uh, you could do the 60 minute line for the Rangers. You could do minus one and a half for the Rangers. Uh, I think that should be a safe bet here. Uh, Rangers coming off bad game cracking. I think they just played last night. Um, I think the Rangers take this one four two final for the Rangers. Uh, let's move on. We got Howie. Yep. All right. Bring in Howie Dewey. Talk about some college basketball. Again, another fucking uh, good night for us last night with three horrific losses. North Florida was horrific off the backboard from the corner. The Stanford game, they gave up a 15-2 to run to end the game. And then Long Beach State literally just went full Long Beach State retard at the end of the game. Did you watch the end of the Long Beach State game, Howie? 
No, I didn't see the end of that one. I mean, there's two teams. Any team that has more than two starting players with dreads, you know you're always live and you're never safe, right? You're always live. If you're down 14 and your point guard's got dreads and your shooting guard's got dreads, you can come back from 20 down. But if you're up 14, you can blow that in three minutes. Um, you watched it with fucking, I don't know, likely on fucking Ohio State was the worst edition I've ever seen. But, uh, yeah, Long Beach State, just they, they just they just lost their shit. They started doing heroin for, like, the last fucking two minutes of the game. But uh, another big night for us. Another big night uh, over at Four Deep. I mean, we just fucking keep winning. And you know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Satterslay. So uh, make sure you guys are signed up. 4DBets.com, promo code VIP20. We have a monster UFC card this weekend. We have Satter Slay for college basketball. Raggins just told you we got a tennis tournament still going on. We got hockey. And there's this little thing called the Super Bowl, which is happening on Sunday, too. So if you're going to get in for a weekend, you're going to fucking 37 bucks, 20% off, get you the whole week. Now is the time to do it. Uh, we have been destroying it. I would just read this before I kick to Howie. Here is uh, my last seven Saturdays, okay? And this is really pretty fucking, like, nonsensical. We won 50 units this Saturday again. Before that, 61 units, 42 units, 7 units, 12 units, 26 units, no games because of Christmas, and 29 units. That has been all the Saturdays since the mid-December. So, uh, Howie, are you ready for tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow's a big day, man. There's, I love some games tomorrow. Absolutely. I'm glad we do because I don't like much tonight. I'll tell you, tonight, one game just came out slapping right in the face. I like Virginia Military Institute. I love them tonight. VMI, huh? VMI, plus 10 and a half. I actually like them. I actually have them written down. I'm looking at my I list. Yeah, them. I like that. I like that. I co-signed that for sure. So what I makes you like it? Yeah, I mean. You probably like it for different reasons than me. I I just think that they will cover that line. Um, I think I like they lose by five or six. I like the way the money's moving on this. I like I like everything about this, and I don't take road teams. So I don't yeah, think they, I mean, shit, they've won five or six games. And shit, they've been in a lot of close games. Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched them a couple times. They don't turn the ball over. They'll run some clock. I just think they'll cover that ten and a half. Yeah, I think that number's a little bit too high, too. Um, yeah. This may be my first road team I've bet in three and a half weeks. But, uh, yeah, that was one. I'm looking at my list right here. They're on there. Another one I like is Mount St. Mary's. Again, none of these are love right now. Uh, maybe they become games I love. Maybe they get crossed off altogether by the times the games start for me. But uh, as of you right like now. Mount St. Mary's over, you like them over Sienna? I, I, it's not because of the teams. You know me and you. Our, our, our college is so – until we yeah. get into the conference play, me and you look different. I mean, this line is just insane. Uh, Rackets, this is one of those that we always talk about. Sienna's minus four in this game versus St. Mary's. 90% of the bets are on Sienna. 95% of the money is on Sienna, which right there alone scares the shit shit out of me. And the line hasn't moved. Four and a half. (laughs) As the line fucking still four and a half. That line should be six by now. It's a fucking shit game that no one gives a fuck about. Two big betters should fucking move that line three points. So uh, that's the only reason why, Howie. It's not because I like... Uh, St. Mary, I hate I hate ninety percent of the teams I bet on. But um, I think I think I think uh, the money's telling me that they cover it. I want to bet Nevada tonight, Howie, because I fucking love them. And I'm obsessed too. with this school. But do we lay the nine with Fresno? It's a lot of points, man. Yeah. And I I do love Nevada. They shoot the shit out of it. They'll put up some points tonight. 
Um, but yeah, that line scares me. It's eight That's and right. a half. I can see Nevada winning by seven. Right. So. That conference is tough, man. They fucking they grind, they battle. Uh, Mike, if you want something, you keep saying you're looking for money lines to parlay with the Eagles. Well, Nevada is one of my favorite. I mean, Nevada to win the night, like they're not losing the Fresno. Well, I'll tell you what, that's actually hilarious that you just, Tommy and I read each other's minds all the time. As we're sitting here, I just threw in a parlay. So I told you I'm building a position on the Eagles with everybody. And I played Tommy's Clippers game because it was the only NBA game that he really spoke about. And I just put in VMI plus 10 and a half because it was the first game that Howie brought up with enthusiasm. So I got yep. 533 on that. So I just did a parlay with the Clippers money line, VMI plus 10 and a half, and the Eagles money line for plus 533. Throw Nevada in there. Get that so thing Tommy, to seven. Tommy G, MVC, Howie Dewey special. Let's go. Yeah, Throw Nevada man. money line in there. It's a lock. Nevada ain't That's what Tommy does. It's already one more. Okay. Okay. Just keep piling them in. Let me see what it's, okay. like, it's, like, it's like coming home from the bar, Mike, with the chicks. Right. Just as many as you can fit in the truck. Who gives All a right. shit? Nevada, let me see what it brings it to. Yeah, it should bring it to around 700. So now I got to do that. And it brings it to 674. It didn't have much. Nah, it's probably not. I thought you'd get over seven on that. Yeah. Um, all right, Howie, anything else for tonight before we touch on tomorrow? Last game I, I like tonight, I like this a lot too. Uh, you got a Atlantic 10 game. You got St. Louis, who's fucking started out amazing. Um, I watched them play Fordham last week. They're going to Dayton. Uh, St. Louis is a plus five and a half dog at Dayton. I love St. Louis tonight. I think they get back on track. They got a good squad. Uh, I can see St. Louis winning that game. Mm. All right. I don't have a play on it. I'll just tell you on that one. Plus five Um, and a half. All right. I really don't have much. I kind of like North Kentucky a little bit right now. It's not enough to give it out as a play. Kind of like Niagara a little bit right now. You, You usually play with that Quinnipiac team. What do you think of Niagara getting two and a half against Quinnipiac today? I mean, Niagara, if I was going to take that game, I would take Niagara. And Niagara's right. beating uh, everybody in that league this year. Yeah, they're fucking tough, man. That's yeah. a tough team playing at home, getting two and a half at home. Um, but, yeah, nothing there. Tomorrow got a few games. Uh, my subscribers know two games I'm definitely going to be on, which one of them pains. Both of them pained me to my core, Howie. Uh, the first one is I'm going to be taking Auburn against Alabama. They're um, home. They're I home. Mean, Dude, I fu- it scares me because Alabama's my national championship and they broke the system multiple times this year. But, I mean, that line is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah, but- how are you going to make Alabama two-point favorite? That, that's a trap. Uh, I know hey, that when they Auburn lost. will probably win that game. What's up? Auburn will probably win that game. Because yeah, I think Auburn wins it. Alabama's great at home. I yeah. mean, they win by 40, 50, 60 points at home. They go on the road. It's a different team. Yeah, I mean, I I like this fucking Auburn bet a little too much. I mean, I had Oklahoma against Alabama when they beat them by fucking 25 in Oklahoma. So uh, I like Auburn tomorrow, Howie. And then uh, I I don't even know if I could do it because I fucking wrote this team off. There's like three teams I've written off this year, and I think they're all in the Big Ten. Penn State, Ohio State, and, and Michigan. Um, this Michigan line looks like it's just screaming for me to bet Michigan. Uh, I, I don't know what your take on this is here. I'm going to be betting Michigan, unfortunately. 18, Indiana at Michigan. Uh, Indiana coming off, obviously, a monster win against Purdue. And we're able to follow it up in a letdown spot against Rutgers. Uh, Now they're traveling after two home games at Michigan. Michigan needs this win. I mean, I feel like we keep saying that. Um, I I think Michigan takes this one down. Yeah, it's you know, they're going to have to rely on that home court advantage because, I mean, Indiana's been playing well, man. They're finally breaking out. They're playing well. Um, I think the lock of the 
you know, you like Penn State. I like Penn State tomorrow coming off a shit loss. Yeah, I, Nebraska. I can't bet that team. And the other team that I just love tomorrow, uh, they got upset the other night on a last-second buzzer shot. It's Tennessee. They want to go into Vanderbilt. They lose on that 25-footer mm. at the buzzer. Uh, they come back strong at home tomorrow, probably win by 20. Yeah, what's the line on that game tomorrow? Do you have any idea yet? I mean, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Like, I said the same thing with Alabama yeah. after they lost to Oklahoma. Uh, without even seeing the line, I went to chat. I was like, I just fucking skull fuck uh, Alabama. They're going to beat them by 40. I don't even know if there is a line yet on Tennessee. Whatever it is, it's too low. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm taking Tennessee tomorrow. I agree with you. And Missouri sucks on the road. They're yeah, a fucking they, fantastic home team, but they're terrible on the road. Another one you got to look at tomorrow, look at the line. I don't know what it's going to be, but you got Kentucky going into Georgia. Uh, Georgia's a team that kind of hangs in there with everybody. Uh, new coach. Uh, they're playing well. Uh, don't be surprised if Georgia upsets Kentucky. Kentucky's not that great. I don't like this Kentucky team at all. Yeah. I will definitely be on Georgia in that. You give – if that line – I mean, that line, I would assume if they're setting it as a trap line, they might set that as even like a pick em. Maybe even Georgia minus one. If I get that, I'm all in. Yeah. But no matter what the line is, I'm with you on that. I'm with Georgia. I'm fucking done with Kentucky. I don't think they have it this year. That they team's don't. not good. They just don't have it. And Shibway doesn't look the same as he did last year. Uh, um, and we'll have – I mean, I put out about 30 bets per Saturday. And Howie puts out about 7, 8, 10. So we'll have fucking 40 bets. All day, all night tomorrow from 11 a.m. all the way up till fucking 2 in the morning. So I'll make try sure to you even, guys over I'll, I'll try to even put the actual team along with the line this time. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, you had a mystery play yesterday. The chat was in was frantic. It was like the, yeah. the SpongeBob video. Like, what's what's the Howie's mystery play? I, I just Howie. went, I just went, uh, I like plus three. I don't know who, but I just yeah, like plus three plus and a half. Three. Just, Howie just yeah. wrote 7 p.m. plus three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> people. Yeah, and the good thing, the good thing we got touching them because it was a winner too, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad we got a hold of you on that. One. It reminds me of Tommy putting the prop in of Turner, and people couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. I do it a lot too, Howie. Um, At least you put Turner, and they couldn't figure it out. Now they're not going to figure out how he's just. I mean, I, I've left. I've left blank spots with times and money lines before. I've done the same exact thing before. You name it, I've done it. I put yeah. the same team down with different lines at different times before. You're scrambling, you know, you're writing shit down and then you start writing something, you go to something else, you come back and you fuck it all up. Howie, uh, let me get a Super Bowl pick from you before we let you go. You know, man, I, I, I have no stake with either team. My heart, I'd like to see Kansas City win. I'd love to see the AFC. I don't see them beating the Eagles. I think the Eagles end up in the fourth quarter, just a couple big plays. They probably pull this thing out. All right, so you're with Constantino. Eagles are good, man. Yeah, Eagles are good. I mean, both these teams. Eagles, Eagles are have been pressed. Finally said it. I mean, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're not great. They're good. They're good. I gotta say, they're good. All right, how we doing? Let's go kill it tonight and tomorrow. All right, brother. All right, we'll be in the Discord. Let's get you in a voice chat. Fucking weird. All right. A little bit out of breath there. Uh, what are we gonna do now, Mr. Evan Hand? Mr. This is like uh, the Price is Right. Evan's like the the voice from behind the curtain. <laughs> I have a tennis play for the morning. It's, All right, uh, Rackets, you're up. Ken Wen Zhang again, uh, minus 125 against Ludmia since uh, Samsonova. Looked phenomenal that I had Zhang in my parlay today. She's Looked awesome. Great. I Looked love fucking, her. Looked fucking great. Is that SpongeBob? No. No, Flintstones. Hold That's fine. Let me move this way. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 Zhang. What is that Oop. behind you, Tommy? No, no, no. It's like a, a crosshair. It's a dream catcher. A sniper rifle crosshair. Yeah, no, it's a dream catcher. My mom gave it to me the other day, and I'm like, what do I do with this? And I was like, well, I usually pass out on the couch all the time. So I figured, I figured it brings good spirits, even if uh, even if it's not for dreams. 
You know, your mom gives you something. Listen, if my mom gave me a fucking a pineapple hat, I'd wear it on the fucking show. So you'd wear she's it like, did you put out. your dream catcher up? I'm like, yep, it's right up here. There we go. We'll feature it. That's Mom Duke's dream catcher right there. Because I sit right there. You're going to be filthy dreams. X, triple X rated, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe it catches all the bad ones and I just have pure dreams. Uh, no, no, I was what I was going to say, who's the Asian tennis player who I call SpongeBob? Who's just got like the square body? Oh, uh, Ann Lee. No, Ann Lee. Ann Lee. Ann Lee. Ann Lee is SpongeBob. That's right. Ann Lee is SpongeBob. Ann Lee is SpongeBob. That's right. That's the fucking. She literally built like SpongeBob. Uh, all right, Evan Hand. What do we have next? What do we have next there, Evan Hand? UFC 284. UFC 284, which will be followed by the Super Bowl. We also have a giveaway, right, Evan? We do indeed. Type what do you exclamation plan on, What do you plan on free. doing for the people? Tell them. Type exclamation point free in the chat and you automatically get an entry. Type exclamation point free in the chat and you will be entered to win a free week at 4D Bets or a credit if you're already a subscriber into your account. And that will take place at the end of the show, which we're probably about 15, 20 minutes from. So uh, go get in there and do that. Mike, let's give us a UFC rundown. We got a great card today uh, for the, or tomorrow, I should say, for the UFC. First, want your take on the McGregor thing. We spoke about it a little bit yesterday, the other day. I wanted to wait till you were on. Uh, what do you think about this McGregor Chandler thing? Do you think this is just for show? Are you interested in this fight? What's your take? I think it's an unbelievable fight. I, think I do too. I think it's a great it's matchup. A absolutely great fight. I mean, Chandler's no joke. Great entertainer. He's going to promote the hell out of the fight. But more importantly, keep in mind that they're going to do this big buildup with them as the coaches of Ultimate Fighter. Um, so you're going to get a lot of Connor on network television. This is going to be the first season on ESPN um, under the ESPN property. So Perhaps it'll even be on the big ESPN for free. I mean, it's a big deal, you know, with Conor McGregor. So it's a huge money fight. Um, great, great fight. I don't think Chandler's going to look to wrestle here, man. Chandler, I, no, he won't. Chandler is a great wrestler, but even due to warrior code alone, he will not wrestle here. He it, will it's... stand with Conor McGregor until one of them fall down. So so here's, here's what I said, because me and Bill were talking about it, right? And uh, everyone knows I was a huge Conor McGregor guy. But I'm also a realist that if you take him down, you fucking someone like Chandler, he's gonna be in trouble. And uh, Bill was talking to me about it, and he's like, "Ah, that fucking shit, it's gonna suck. It's fucking." I mean, no, no, it's not, because I compared Mike and tell me if I'm wrong. I compare Chandler to Gaethje and Diaz, right? Like they don't go in there to win. Like Gaethje never went in, or maybe later in his career when he was fighting for the title. But Gaethje didn't never went into a single fight looking to win. He went in to entertain, right? And that's Chandler. Yeah. Well, He's Chandler, made it this Chandler, far without winning. Mike, he keeps not, losing. Not only that, again, I go back to people. There's some people that are real. You, you follow what I'm saying? And Chandler is one of them. Like, he yeah. wants to go in there. And he doesn't, I don't even think he'd be happy with a win with wrestling. He wants no, to he, w- he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Fucking bang and make the most money possible. Please, Dana White. He's been a great company man since he even came over to the UFC. What a showman and a talent he is. And I think it's going to be tremendous. I mean, I, I love it. I'm because I've been scared to death. They were talking about fucking, you know, McGregor and Makachev. McGregor and you don't, you can't put McGregor with a wrestler right now. Hold yeah. on, Mike. I fucking turned into you a can't, video. your camera went nuts. Yeah, I'm coming back. You can't put him with a wrestler. He's gonna lose. You have to put him with someone who's gonna bang with him. This and is if you're, him or Masvidal. Him or Masvidal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would have been another good one. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for this fight card too. This is a good card here, Mike. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest fights uh, we've been waiting for here. Uh, Makachev, Volkanovski. Um, I mean, it's, I fucking love both these guys. I bet both these guys every day, I think, since their fucking career started. 
Uh, you got well, combined 48 and two record. I'll keep fixing my camera. I don't know why it's doing that. Mike, talk to me about the title fight before we get into the bets. Yeah, I mean, it's a great card. Um, we could start with that, but we also have to say, you know, we went six and two last week to win eight units. So Let's go. Keep that hot streak going. But I obviously I really like, you know, uh, Makachev, but the line is kind of ridiculous, man. To be able to get back plus 310 on Volkanovski, I mean, it kind of forces me. I do think that Makachev will win. But if he doesn't do it early, there is a possibility that with Volkanovski's conditioning and, um, you know, striking ability, and he can wrestle, people forget, um, you know, he could win the fight. So he definitely has a path, right? Um, so to be able to take plus 310, I'd rather do that than bet, you know, let's say the Islam side here. But also the fight to go end inside the distance at a fair price of minus 170, 172. I can see the fight ending early because it's either going to be Makachev getting, in my opinion, a submission or Volkanovski weathering the storm and hurting Makachev, who has been hit on the feet in the past. But it's also a five round fight that Volkanovski is not going to stop in until he either goes unconscious, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, listen, Makachev is just a different type of, uh, Vol anyone Volkanovski fights, I'm going to be in, especially at plus 310. That's an insane line for someone as good yeah, as him. I mean, but Makachev inside the distance, Makachev's, Makachev's winning this and finishing. He's just a, he's just different. You, you know, get a minus 130 inside yeah, the distance. You still got to lay money to win inside the distance. But, I, I, you know, again, Volkanovski has a path, right? Well, I honestly think, Mike, if it goes to the third or fourth, he loses. Do you realize like if, if, that Volkanovski right now is ranked number one in the pound for pound greatest fighter? 100%. Yeah. You know but, but here's so. the thing I'm saying, Mike. If this thing hits round three or four, I think Makachev loses. Oh, yeah. I agree with so, that. So, so I'm taking inside the distance because for me, That's if fair. I'm going to bet Makachev, he's got to do it inside the distance because if this gets deep, he's going to be in trouble. He doesn't go deep, right? The only, so. the only devil's advocate, I agree with what you're saying, but the devil's advocate to that is if he is getting the takedowns and being boring on top, yeah, I've seen Volkanovski defend that, you know, guillotine from Brian Ortega and, you know, Makachev might gas. He might get top content with top control position, right? Um, we haven't really seen Volkanovski off his back in control positions. So, I agree with what you're saying for the discount, but I'd be com more comfortable with playing Makachev as a, a parlay piece on the money line if I was to go that route. You know? Or just playing with Nevada. There we go. I know we can get that <laughs> line down. There we go. Uh, all right. What is your favorite bet for the weekend? You know, I got a couple. I, I got a lot of bets on this card, but for here, I'm going to give everybody an underdog who I think, you know, there's a couple underdogs on this card that I think are live. But one in particular that I like is Blake Builder. You know, he's somebody that we bet on in this season's contender series. He's undefeated. I think the kid's a total package. He can strike, wrestle, and grapple. You know, he got a quick submission in the contender series. Um, he's fighting Shane Young, who is predominantly a striker. You know, and this card is in Australia, and he's in a, a fighter from down that way. He's from New Zealand, but he doesn't fight that often. You know, he fought once in 2021, once in 2020, once in 2019, once in 2018, once in 2017. So it's not a lot of activity, and he's coming off two losses. But I do think Blake Builder is the real deal. And because he's making his debut, and this is in Australia, I, I think they got the wrong favorite here. Um, on DraftKings, I was able to take plus 125 on Builder just before, you know, I logged onto the show. So it's probably still hanging there. And um, across the market, I'm looking right now. And um, that's a good line, man, plus 125 there. So that's a straight bet. Um, official bet, you know, uh, on Builder plus 125. And, and we'll then, have a shit ton on the site. I, I like a lot of um, a lot of chalk on this card, unfortunately. There's a, there's a lot of favorites that I feel confident about. 
a lot of uh, debuting fighters or fighters who are being brought over that I think that the A side, which is the Australian side, should win. One of the fighters who I'm very high on and um, I, I really like is Jack Jenkins. You know, he's fighting uh, Don Sheenis, who has had one UFC fight. But Sounds like a barroom brawler from a fucking, like, yeah, from I, a Peaky I, Blinders. I, like, yeah. hey, go find me Jack Jenkins. Bring me, bring me Jack Jenkins. Yes. Jack Jenkins yeah. will take your head off, mate. That's a good one. Good there one, Tommy. See, there you yeah. go. Good, good dynamic value add there. Thank but, you, um, thank you. I, can't stop the takedown. I think J- Jenkins is going to be able to control the, the striking and the wrestling. Um, he, he's a decent-sized favorite at minus 350, so I used him as a parlay piece. With another fight that I, I think should be lined higher, um, Tyson Pedro, man. You know, we were on him his last two fights, which are, were his return fights to the UFC after a long layoff. Finished them both, even though it was to inferior opponents. But now he's getting Modestus Bukowskis, who got cut from the UFC, got a couple of regional wins, and is now coming back. But again, Pedro being the hometown fighter here and Bukowskis being finished so often in his career, I think it lines up for another uh, dominant Pedro victory. So I took Pedro and Jenkins. Also on draft. Jack Jenkins. That's how you got to say his name. Every, every Jack Jenkins. Jack Jenkins. <laughs> uh, and I was able to get minus 115 on that. So I, I like that parlay there. Jenkins and Pedro. So I'm going to give those as the stay cash and free bets. Recap builder, straight bet plus 125. And then a parlay with Jenkins and Pedro minus. Jack Jenkins. Jack Jenkins. Let's go. All right, two bets there, and I'm sure you'll have about nine for the fucking card. card. Yeah, I really plus, like- plus, plus live bets and everything. I was a little blackout when that card was going on the other day. But I made some money. I woke up and I had money in my account from Mike. I didn't know how it got there, but I was very happy at four Listen in the Listen to the live show on Discord, and you were able to extract something that I said for an earlier fight, too, and you said that you were the best at note-taking, which turned out to be true because I was saying things that weren't my actual bet for that fight, and you were able to take that info and you know, spit out two winning bets on that fight. Well, listen, Mike, whenever you want to talk, speak highly of me, feel free. The mic is yours. We'll go, we'll run long if you want to continue that. I rescind. Uh, I feel fine. Uh, Joey Rackets, we got the Super Bowl coming up here. Uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier in the week. Uh, everyone's beat it to death on TV. You know, I, I don't know how much more you could talk about two teams that we know very well in the Chiefs and the Eagles. We know Hurts may have a little shoulder. We know Mahomes has a little ankle. Uh, pretty much know what we're going to know here, but what do you think is going to decide this game? What are the most important pieces that you're looking for from a from a side perspective here? Um, it's it, to me, it's quarterbacks, man. It's just it's Mahomes against Hurts. Um, and I'm with I'm on the Chiefs. I don't I, I originally earlier on I was kind of on the Eagles, and then I realized that everybody else was on the Eagles, and then I, that kind of shifted me off it. So which was I'm, surprising, wasn't it? it? I thought everybody was going to be on the Chiefs. Um, and then it just didn't happen that way. So I'm I'm completely bailing. I'm going with the Chiefs and the fifty. I'm fading the whatever fifty six percent, fifty seven percent. Sixty percent of the bets right now are on the Eagles, yeah. um, which I was shocked. I was shocked with uh, the public. Obviously, there's a lot of dumb. Bill and I money. talked about it the fir- uh, the very first day, and we were just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. it was very strange. Mike, do you have a reason for that? I mean, I know you've been on the, the Eagles and. You know, a lot of sharp people I know are on the Eagles. Um, are you surprised the public's on the Eagles too? I thought the public would be on the the Chiefs. 
You know, uh, it's it's a tough game. I mean, it's weird that the line really didn't move at all. You know, yeah. um, and you, you track the money better than I do of the percentage of tickets and bets coming in. What is it currently at? Right? Yeah, you're pretty you're pretty much at like sixty percent money, sixty percent bets. It's pretty it's much sixty percent. Yeah, across it's, it's fifty nine, sixty two, depending it on what site you look at. To, you know, the average person seeing that Mahomes was a little hobbled. Um, and the fact that the Eagles really are that good, man. The Eagles are a very good football team, and people just might be going with the narrative that Mahomes is a little hurt. You know, they're a little banged up or whatnot. But the, you know how I feel about the Eagles, and we'll get into who I like and the bets and whatnot. But um, I, I think that the Eagles are a very good football team. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't have a strong side on this, right? Like, I'm going to be betting the Chiefs. I mean, you can't bet the Super Bowl without betting two things. you got to bet the coin toss, and you got to bet a team. Right. You just have to, or you're not a man. Right. And you got to be in at least one box pool. Those three things you need to check, even if it's a free box for your family. But so I'm betting the Chiefs, but my money isn't going to be all in Chiefs. Like, because, because I don't know at this point. I, I would have been dying. Me and Rackett's been talking about it. Me and Hoffman were talking. I just want to see you hurts in the third quarter in a tie game have to fucking dig out of a hole. I just want to see it. I want to be proven wrong. And, and right now, I, I mean, fucking Jesus Christ. They go play the fucking Giants, which is a walkthrough. Then we get fucking the Niners, and it's like, okay, here it is. Brock Purdy hurt on the first fucking play. The, the defense did, wasn't hurt, Tommy. Their defense what, wasn't Yeah, hurt. but what I did see out of Hurts was the first drive, he's always amazing. I'm probably going to bet first Eagles drive touchdown and field goal because they're going to move the ball because they're – Sirianni scripts really well. Sirianni's first 10 plays are fucking insane. So he's phenomenal. He's a wizard, right? So I don't give – all that credit to Hurts. I never give it to any credit quarterback on the scripted plays, right? Once the game got going, so they went down, they didn't even have scored because there was a fucking review that Shanahan, this is why Shanahan's a loser. He's a fucking loser. What you he did with the Eagles. That third, that fucking loser. Down, We're in a Discord going, challenge it, challenge it. The biggest play of the game. He's a fucking loser. That's why he's a loser. But, you know, so but that was a good drive. You got to give him credit. Then I saw four drives in a row where Hurts started at the seven, punted from the 12. Hurts started at the 10, punted from the 11. Then the one drive where they moved down the field, there was 19 penalties on the defense. Like, I didn't – the touchdown they got before the half was because fucking the San Fran quarterback let a ball bounce off his face. So I didn't – I mean, he threw for, what, 100 yards? I didn't – he did good. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't see it to go, okay, I'm wrong. So I'm still in the Chiefs. And listen, maybe he proves me wrong. Maybe he doesn't. I feel like so, we've been on opposites in the, the Eagles-Giants. We're on opposites in the Eagles-Niners. That's Anything just, Eagles, I'm opposite. Yeah, but that's just, what I'm saying is it was just the playoffs, but it was also during the year. But my argument still remains the same, and mine's even magnified in this game. You could peel back, you know, the Jalen Hurts and Mahomes are cute little stories, right? Even throwing Goddard and Kelsey or whatever the fuck you want. Kelsey and Kelsey. But at yeah. the end of the day, the game is won in the fucking trenches. Mm -hmm. And the Eagles' offensive line is arguably one of the, the best, best units in the NFL. Another reason why I don't give Hertz as much credit because he's statistically factual. They have a big matchup advantage here at 35 plus 35, which is huge. And to put it in perspective, they also have a, a matchup in the passing game. Now on the flip side of that, the Eagles front four all have double digit sacks. I mean, they're, they're, you know, and they're, they're good on the back end, you know, with two outstanding corners. I think, I think they could be beat on the back end. I think that back end's overrated. I think yeah. that's where you get at them. Cornerback? Yeah, but not with the Chiefs here, man, because you have two shutdown cornerbacks, and the Chiefs are banged up on the receiver side with no superstars. So they're going to have to beat them. Like Mahomes, Kelsey, 
And then in my opinion, secondary players, right? Like not only, of course, the obvious ones, but keep in mind, what is Andy Reid good at, man? Fucking doing something like that, running circles. I mean, there's going to be a player that scores on offense that like you either never heard of. Or as a lineman. Or, you know, your eighth wide receiver that you didn't even know was active. Like he's going to do something fucking crazy. And um, I don't see at the skill players of the Chiefs beating the Eagles outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, which everybody knows. So they're going to be bracketing Kelsey, make yeah. Noah Gray beat you. you know? yeah. I mean, listen, I could see it. I, I could see it either way. I mean, I, I always have a strong opinion. I don't. And, Mike, I guess the, the best comparison I could give you is, you know, when there's a fighter, let's say you trained a fighter back in the day, right? And you trained him for fucking years, and you just knew this kid can't take a fucking punch. He's got no fucking chin, or he's got no ground game, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, like a few fight, he has a fight where he shows he has a chin or shows he has a ground game. You still don't believe it, right? You need to see like three or four. It's hard to break that bias, right? That's Jalen Hurts for me. Because I watched the dude get benched in a national championship game. I watched him fucking get transfer out of Alabama. Like, I just can't let myself believe that that dude's just gone this quick. Maybe he is, but I don't know. So, so don't. Take my Jalen Hurts opinions anymore. Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, I'm on the Chiefs here. Now let's talk about where we're really going to make the money. Uh, Rackets, do you have any props or double result? I mean, this seems like a double result dream for you, this game. Double result, man. Eagles first half, Chiefs for the game. Eagles are the best, oh. Eagles are the best second half or second quarter team in football. They have been all season. Um, Mahomes seems to come from behind every fucking week. Seems perfect to me. Yeah. I mean, listen, if there's a game we're going to play the double result, uh, this seems it because the Eagles start fast and Mahomes and the Chiefs tend to start slow. And then uh, when they find it, let me just see. What's the... Uh, it's probably 700. Let me see. Eagles first half Chiefs game plus 700 I see right Ooh. here on FanDuel. Uh, if you're looking to find that on FanDuel, you can go to uh, popular first half slash uh, first half winner slash end of regulation winner. Uh, Eagles first half Chiefs. I'm even going to bet that. I, I, I like that. Um with how fast they start. Um, any other props or anything you're looking at for this game? Um, I can't really bet too much of the stuff in New York, which is awesome. Uh, other than like the normal like receiving props and stuff like that. But um, the only thing I really have an interest in, um, I feel like if the Eagles are going to win, it's going to be because of Hurts. So I would take Jalen Hurts two touchdowns as like a kind of like a semi hedge with the, against the Chiefs. All right. Jalen Hurts two touchdowns. What's that plus? Probably plus a thousand, right? Yeah, I would say it's. I think. I, I think it's on a thousand. It's only five fifty on Fanduel. Oh my that's goodness, pretty low. Oh my god, that, that's that's coming on a lot then because yeah, I that's... I saw it earlier in the week. It was like, or well, maybe maybe bigger on other sites. Uh, Mike, what are you looking at here? Where do you think? Uh, where do you think the money's made? I mean, I know you have a ton of Eagles, but what is your next biggest bet going to be? I like um I like Goddard in a lot of spots here. I mean, Kansas City. Wow, you said Goddard. Goddard, Goddard. You usually drop the Goddard, or yeah, Goddard. no Goddard. Yeah. But um, you know, Kansas City is one of the worst in the NFL against the tight end, and especially in the red zone. So um, you know, I do like um the Goddard props. I like that too. Yards and especially touchdown. But I found the fun prop on FanDuel that I played, um, being that I like Goddard, and of course Kelsey is like you know the alpha stud on Kansas City, who also gets goal line um um <clears throat> touches, targets, and touchdowns. There's a prop on FanDuel, the position to score the first touchdown of the game. You can take the tight end position at plus 310. 
So now you got Goddard, and I have Kelsey. And, and you got Gray, listed, and then you got everyone else. And the other listed tight ends, like Noah Gray, yeah, to your point. So I like that bet at plus 310. I like that, actually. I'm writing that down. Uh, I do like that. Tight end score, first touchdown. All right. Um, I mean, listen, it, this is going to be fucking just – I mean, wow, you're tuned in to see this. Kelsey, touchdown. I mean, that line is ridiculous. Why you're getting – A lot of running the ball, too. On both sides. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. I have. I like Pacheco in this game a little bit. Um, I do like the other side. Bills big on Gainwell. I could see. I could see this be a little more run fest than people think it will be. Kelsey scored touchdowns. Ridiculous. Kelsey's going to be this whole game. I mean, anything you could do, Kelsey, get Kelsey. Uh, he's going to lean on him. Keep in mind, Mahomes is better. He's not fine. Uh, he's not better. Uh, he's just better than he was two weeks ago. But his ankle is not a hundred percent. He said it himself. He's going to be peppering Kelsey the whole fucking game. You might see fifteen targets. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a fucking, you know, eight for fucking 120 and two touchdown line out of Kelsey. I, Kelsey's going to go absolutely batshit uh, in this. And Kelsey to get in the box. I mean, that's his guy. Uh, big game, big spot. Uh, Got to go, Kelsey. That line be a minus 115, minus 125, depending on the book you're looking at. That's a joke. Uh, Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown plus 100 I like, too. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts rushing. Rackets talked about potentially two touchdowns. It's just, it's just too easy, too safe. I mean... It's guy's first Super Bowl. You know he's going to want to get in the end zone, Mike. This is uh, He's coming off some stings. you got to remember this. We're going to see how this is going to affect Jalen Hurts because the last time he was in a Super Bowl-like environment was with Alabama, and we know how that ended. Well, so you, you keep, he's going to want to get in the box. You saying that, but the flip side to that coin is look at the, the good story coming out of it. The guy transfers, but then he shits the bed in the game, but now he succeeds, and he's in the NFL. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but one other thing, too, about the line. Remember years back when Emmett Smith was so good, everybody's like, well, because of the Dallas line, I can run behind them. Well, now the Philadelphia line is as good as they are with – Hurts, we know what he can do. Scramble, the read option. I Here's, mean, he's dynamic. But let me add one last thing here. Something that surprised me and threw me off. We all know that they're unstoppable, right, in the quarterback sneak. Dude, they ran back-to-back fucking quarterback sneaks from, like, the four-yard line last game. Or, like, I couldn't believe You can't stop it. Quarterback. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, three yards back in their Yeah. Point. And so, to your point, you almost have to, like, you know. I mean, how does he not? They're going to sneak him in from the four? I mean, like, Jesus. I mean, listen, the bottom line is. It's the best play you've ever seen. You have the best center in all of football. Everyone gives Hurts and the running backs the credit. It's Kelsey. That's all Kelsey just blowing the guy out in front of him. But uh, if they get inside the three, they're not taking any chances. That's Hurts up your ass three times. So I like the Hurts touchdown at plus money. Uh, that's a really nice one. If you want a crazy one uh, for a touchdown, I don't know if you guys have like a crazy call that you think for those people that uh, want to put something nuts in there. I'll go. I don't think this is crazy. He's probably the twelfth highest odds on the board. But uh, Kadarius Tony, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a day. That was my. That was my guy. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see Kadarius Tony uh, doing some sneaky shit in this game because you give uh, you give uh, Reed two weeks to prepare for anyone, and his mind just starts going like a mad scientist, right? So you start thinking, who are the guys on this offense that Reed can go full Tyreek Hill with and start moving all over the formation? Tony's the guy. Right, Tony. McKinnon's another one, but Tony's the guy. So uh, I think he's going to have some fun plays designed for Tony. Mike, who would you say is a weird touchdown guy? I got, I got a couple of them. I mean, on the Kansas City side, for what you're mentioning, everybody and their mother is in love with Pacheco. So the obvious choice is, hey, maybe it's a McKinnon game. But Jay the Mack. Andy Reid fucking thing to do is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire scores a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Any time Hilaire touchdown is plus 550. 
It's a plus a thousand on FanDuel. No, no I'm saying that's uh, anytime. Is anytime plus a thousand. No way, really? On FanDuel. I'm, I'm looking on DraftKings right now. No, FanDuel has better odds. Okay, for well, that. that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. You got to play that, right? I mean, the guy does when he's healthy get goal line touches and and Reed would put him in. And, yeah, but everybody in the world is saying Pacheco and forgetting that McKinnon had you know two thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and listen, script, in my opinion, is going to call for more McKinnon here, which ultimately leads to fucking hilarious, right? That's just how it works. I uh, love McKinnon in the playoffs because I feel like they save McKinnon for the playoffs. Um, and, and it's just a game script thing, right? Like if they're, if it's a tight game, you're going to see a lot more McKinnon. If they have a big lead, you're going to see a lot more Pacheco. I don't yeah. think they're going to have a big lead. Yeah. I mean, on, on the flip side, um, uh, Quez Watkins, you know, on the Philadelphia side, he's got limited touches in the last couple of games, but it's game script. But what he is, is he's, he is the deep threat. So I can see, you know, with a little bit of that read option, you know, all the focus on A.J. Brown, fucking Smith, Goddard, three-headed running backs, it hurts, that they send Watkins flying, you know. And, you know, what does he do? He catches one ball, you know, for 70 yards or a touchdown, and his odds are pretty good. And I could see Philadelphia wanting to open up you know, take the top off the defense, you know, to open everything else up. And, you know, no one's talking about him. What is he on FanDuel, Tommy? I'm looking on DraftKings. Who's that? Quez Watkins. Uh, for a touchdown, hold on. I just switched to a different uh, page here. Super Bowl, which Quez Watkins touchdown. I think I saw that. Plus 750. Seven, yeah, 750. There he is. Okay, so that's, that's on FanDuel. Okay. Yeah. yeah, on DraftKings, he's only 600. But that's somebody. I mean, look at the first touchdown on DraftKings. It's 4,000. Yeah. What's the first touchdown on FanDuel? I mean, Rackets, do you have him in front of you? It's probably uh, higher. For Quez Watkins, 3,800. Yeah, I mean, for a plus 4,000, his only equity is to get a bomb. And who's mm-hmm. to say it doesn't come sooner than later to open everything else up? That's not a bad stab. Yeah. Um, one of the things I'm interested in that I've been playing with all week and trying to figure it out, I couldn't understand all year why they weren't getting Pacheco the ball in space, right? I, why why they weren't throwing screen passes to him. This guy runs fucking hard. He's a goddamn kick returner running back. He fucking he's not a big guy, but he fucking runs hard. So I couldn't understand why they weren't getting this guy open in space and getting him screen passes. They would take him out and throw it to McKinnon. What's confusing me right now, all of a sudden out of, la- out of nowhere last week against Cincinnati, Pacheco five catches, 59 yards on six targets. This dude had five catches since week 13 combined. And all of a sudden they started using him. So Pacheco here, Evan, throw this in there. Pacheco over 15 and a half receiving yards. I mean, I have to take that. After six targets last week, he should be getting the ball out of the backfield. You don't just spring something like that against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game unless it's been something he's been working on. It could be something as simple, Mike, as maybe he wasn't great in pass pro and he's gotten better and he's evolved to a point where Andy trusts him in pass protection or whatever it is. But you don't go to six targets in the AFC Championship game for the first time ever and then ignore him again in the Super Bowl. I have him as one of the five props I have written down now. That's actually one of them, over 15 and a half yards receiving Pacheco. I mean, that seems like – I mean, he had 60 last week. So, you know, it's not just because of last week. It's because of the the routes that he ran last week, which he normally doesn't. He can catch one and take it. hurt the Eagles, too. Like I said, I really do think they're going to shut down the outside, lock down. I think they're going to go man-on-man on both corners. And it's just going to leave numbers inside the box to like bracket Kelsey and Mahomes is going to have to beat him with ancillary players. That's why I like the Fortson, the Watson, Gray, you know, and the three running backs are all in play here because they're all going to be on the field. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions, we got a few minutes left here. So if you have any questions or anything you want, or any or any cool props that you found that we should mention on air, uh, drop them in the chat now. 
Uh, I see uh, Barry wrote and Fortson gets over half his targets inside the 10. Yeah, another tight end uh, opportunity there for our tight end prop. Uh, what about the under total points? I don't fuck with total points in the Super Bowl because these are the sharpest lines you're ever going to see, right, for the Super Bowl. It's the two most known teams every year or two of the most known teams. They're, these are sharp lines. I don't bet the Super Bowl because I have an edge. I bet Saturday college football because I have a uh, college basketball because I have a huge edge. I bet the Super Bowl to just have fun and throw money around. And and I know it has a less likely chance of the faction taking over and fixing it, right? So it's fun because I know I'm not going to get faction most likely. So for me, total points is something I would lean under, but he wants to bet the under in a Super Bowl. I mean, I'm going to go out there getting drunk, eating potato chips, having fun. Last thing I want to do is root for 24-21. I want 72-70. So I won't bet it. Um, I don't think there's much of a lean on the over or the under. Either you guys have a strong lean on the total? Mm, not really, no. Um, it opened at 49 and a half. It was bet, It was as high as 52 and a half, and it's come back down. So I, it's pretty It's pretty much right on for It's me. right I what I would make it. You know, like I yeah. look at this game being like 30-24 I mean, type game. I mean, you know, it probably gets over. I mean, I would, 24, it, it, 30, the problem with the Super Bowl is you don't know how it's going to start, right? Yep. Exactly. If it starts fast, you're fucked. And there's if always a fucked up score somewhere, right? It's always weird in the first quarter. So if, if nothing's happened in the first quarter, you're going for me. I don't fuck. We got a fucking million bets. I'm going to bet the total. You know, like, who fuck knows? No Take a shot no on one. the Gatorade color instead of the total. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking dude. It's a crap shoot. Got some fucking props. Who fucking knows? Total, total probably props. like the touchdown props. Like, for to me, like the Gatorade and all that bullshit, like, pick a first to- first touchdown score. Your odds are so much better, right? Like, I, I can't even believe that Watkins is plus 4,000. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, take, take six of those guys. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like, to me, those, those are the prop bets you should take because if they hit – you, you hit good, and if you lose, you lose the minimum. Who gives a shit? Absolute minimum you can lose. Who gives yeah. a shit? You just put five grand in the box pools. So what the fuck do you go? Like, that's my favorite thing, dude, when people come to the Super Bowl. They'll go put like $500, for us thousands, but for regular people, a few hundred dollars in box pools, and then they'll spend all day worrying about, oh, do I buy the half a point on my Chiefs? You know, I really want to get this up to three. Buy a fucking half point. You just spent fucking $500 on boxes, and you're making a $200 bet. Now, now you're an EV better. Who fucking cares? It's the Super Bowl. Who fucking throw money at the fucking wall? The fuck? Jesus Christ. Don't be an asshole. Uh, Devontae Adams versus A.J. Brown. I lead Devontae Adams. What about you guys? Uh, Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, not Devontae, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, my bad. Uh, Devontae AJ Smith versus A.J. Brown, if you had to pick AJ one. A.J. Brown. I have a Smith prop bet over 62 and a half yards. Uh, the way to attack Kansas City is in the slot. Yeah. That's why I like Goder, Goddard, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I got you. If I knew uh, it, get you one. He does run a lot of routes out of the <laughs> slot, also split from the tight end position, and it makes me like Smith. Now, Smith, again, according to game script, didn't get his in the last couple of games, but he's been targeted. He went over this number, you know, in multiple games this year, and um, I think the slot receiver is going to get a lot of burn here. Yeah, people are talking about last game. Fucking who cares about last game? Last game wasn't even a game. It didn't even count. Dependent. Fucking didn't even play the second half. Right. Jalen Hurts threw for 100 yards. Devonta Smith was the whole first yard line. Was the whole first drive. I mean, like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't care. I don't think this is an AJ Brown game as much. I really don't. Uh, I think this is Devonta Smith game uh, there. So I actually like Devonta Smith over AJ Brown. Um, Pacheco versus um, McKinnon. You guys know I'd be Pacheco there. 
Uh, let me see if we got one or two. You have one or two more things, Mike, you want to throw out? For yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the five props I had written down. We already covered a couple of them. Um, I agreed with you on Pacheco over receiving yards. I also agree with Bill. I have Gainwell over 11 and a half receiving yards. I like that a lot. I do think that, you know, Sanders, who's also a prop bet here, over 57 and a half rushing yards. Um, and then my last one was Goddard over four and a half receptions at plus money. Um, those are the five that I already bet. And the game well is pretty simple. He's the third down back. Um, I do think that the game script's going to call for this. I mean, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, right? If Kansas City does get a lead, you're going to see Gainwell. Um, if Eagles get the lead, you're going to see Sanders. So it covers both ends. But even with the Eagles getting the lead, I could also get there on my Gainwell prop. So. Yeah, uh, seems like a big Gainwell. Big Gainwell thing for four, four deep. Four deep is going to have a lot of Gainwell exposure between you and Bill. Um I mean, that's pretty much it for me. We'll have the rest of the bets on the site. We're going to be betting all kinds of fucking circus shit. Uh, we're going to do a voice chat at some point this weekend, probably Saturday night, where we'll do what we normally do for Super Bowl. We'll go over all the game specials. So the Super Bowl specials, uh, if you go to FanDuel and you click on Super Bowl, every site has it. Uh, just click uh, Super Bowl specials, and it's all those plus 200 to plus 2,000. You know, any player to return a kick for a touchdown, will an offensive lineman score, uh, and all that fun shit. So uh, we'll go over that in the Discord. Right now, I think we covered pretty much everything. Uh, Evan, I know we got to do a giveaway. Anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? That's it. All right. Uh, let's do the giveaway. All right. And the what do you do when you're not on camera? I mean, do, you, do you, like, I just, do you just, do you do anything what I'm Because all I do is sit here and type because I'm trying to f- decipher all of your guys' bets in my head. Yeah. So I'll be oh, you got to write all the bets in the bet sheet, yeah. And I wish I you did something in. fun. What? Make something up next time I asked you that. Make something cool up. Like, yeah, like you like a. You're putting like together you, your same game parlay for the Super Bowl. You're on Chatterbait chatter or something. There you go. Carry on. <laughs> the winner is Trav. Trav. Just Trav. Just huh? Trav. Just Trav. All right. So we don't know if it's our Trav, if it's another Trav. Oh, it's Vegas uh, Trav. If it's a Trav, if it's a, it's a artist formerly known as Trav, uh, we don't know. We don't know. So, Trav, welcome. If you're not a member already, we do have a couple of Travs. Uh, welcome aboard. If you are, eh, DM who, Night Ghost? I mean, uh, Evan? Night Ghost. There you go. Not me. Yeah. Not now, DM, DM Bill. DM Bill Rupp. He's doing nothing but laying on his couch fucking playing with his little pecker. Uh, DM Bill Rupp uh, to claim your prize at Rupp45 on Twitter. All right, Constantino. Final words. Back up the trap. Truck on Fly Eagles Fly, man. I was on them all fucking year. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you win. You won nothing, Jim. You won nothing. I've uh, won my bets over the course. No, no, no. I'm talking about Jim Foister. Oh, okay. Jim Foister said, what did I win? I said, you won nothing, Jim. You didn't win yeah. shit, Jim. Yeah. Mike, you did win. You did win. And uh, you're, you're a winner in our eyes, Mike. And you hit for $35,000 in a DFS recently. Anytime you want to compliment me, tell me. I'll take it. Yeah. I, I rescind my compliment also. Uh, Joey Rackets, final words. Uh, Ken Wen Zhang tomorrow morning. Ken Wen Zhang, not Ken SpongeBob. Wenzang. Other Asian. Chuck Jenkins. <laughs> Chuck Jenkins. Make sure you bet Chuck Jenkins. Evan Hand. Final words. Uh, let's go Chiefs and definitely do not sign up for this weekend. Do not sign up. It's a bad weekend to sign up, guys. Don't do, do not. It. Do not sign up. You do not want the college basketball or the big UFC or the party or the Super Bowl. Don't. Okay. Or the do voice not. chat. Or and anything. if you do. Definitely don't use code VIP20. I'll actually join Tommy this weekend in the voice chat. Are you going to be working weekends this weekend, Rackets? It's <laughs> Super Bowl. 
Wow, look at Rackets. <laughs> Rackets is actually going to be. I mean, I'm going to have so much alcohol, drugs, and and uh, who knows what. Maybe I'll be swimming in gash. Maybe I'll be fucking dead in the street. You never know. Maybe I'll be up till Thursday. You never know. But we will be back next week after the Super Bowl on the new bat time, new bat channel. Make sure you note it. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday is the new show schedule. Tuesday, Wednesday, big college basketball slates. And then Friday, your weekend wrap-up show. Plus, we are getting set up for baseball. Enjoy the final week of football, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that's it. So for Bill Rupp, Howie Dewey, Luke Hoffman, Joey Rackets, Mike Constantino, and Evan Hand. And someone asked the other day, yes, I do do that all off the top of my head at the end of the show. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my fucking knee. <laughs> <laughs>